The thoughts and views heard on today's podcast are those of Jess Kwan and Al. What up, what up, what up? Welcome everybody to With The Shits Podcast, episode 15. We back again, had some topics we wanted to run over. Kwan, what up, man? Yo, before we kick things off, bro, I got a question for you. <laughs> I love these. Yo. Why the hell won't 2020 just leave us fuck alone? Like, well, somebody somebody said they would they they'd even sacrifice their birthday if it was between September and the end of the year just to get to 2021. Like they'll they'll skip a year. Just keep me mm-hmm. in the same year. Like I just want to get just, out of this yo, shit. Give me, man. give me a leap year. Give me a leap year for fucking Word. 2020, yo. Do that. Yo, this shit is not letting us be great. Like 2020. If 2020 was a person, it'll be a straight up hater. It'll be, like, <laughs> it'll be a hater. Like, yo, yo, Nikki, like they would never... win the, <laughs> they would win that, they would win that Dave Chappelle haters ball, yo. They went first place. <laughs> yo, that's how fucked up 2020 is. It's a hater, bro. If yo, it was I a know. person. I mean, I'm sitting here and can I can't remember this many times I felt this bad within a year, like. No, 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 I can't. There's no way. Have, There's no way. I, I sat and I really, I really pondered on it, yo. I was like, this is the, without question, the most mentally, emotionally taxing year I've experienced since I've been on this earth. Like, I can't think of no other year that compares to this, from death to the pandemic to social injustice to my own, even personal shit in my damn life. I can't experience, I haven't experienced nothing that top of 2020. By far. Yeah, and it's like, this is why, and this is why we say often, like, Black people are the strongest people, because we literally have to be. Like, if you think about, son, I mean, some of this shit would break somebody down just off of the personal aspect of it, of what what people are going through. Now, you throw in, like, deaths of our idols, you know, people we literally, like, grew up idolizing like i mean it's but we should have known it started out in january with kobe so right away picked it off man right away it was like oh my god then for the younger young younger group it was juice world you know juice world yeah yeah it was like oh my god okay wait whoa like all right take a break you know what i'm saying like yeah spread this shit out so we could fucking deal with each one of these motherfuckers yeah, we can't even mourn. Like, honestly, no, we can't even give, you know, black people their flowers right now. Like, from, from like you said, from entertainment to icons like Kobe. Um, and then you got all the in-betweens, you know, um, yeah. you know, with the social injustice like George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. Um, you know, every, the pandemic, you know, even personal, you know, people I know in life that die from the pandemic. It's just like, Yo, this is just too much, bro. It's too much. Like, yo, le- yo, we we need a break, yo. This 2020 is breaking us down. It's to the point now where, like, making it to 80, 85, 90, and just dying of natural causes, that feel like 100 years away. Like, it feels yeah. like that's not even, I mean, it's not even in the, ra- in the realm, like, of now yeah. because it's, you got to. This yeah, shit got me thinking about death. This shit got me thinking about death, like every at any other point. day, yo. Yeah, at yo, any point, like anybody could be up out of here at any yep. point. Yep. 
even when I'm driving, sometimes I'll be driving and I'm just like, yo, what if a deer popped out right now? I swerve head on collision. Boom. Like I'm finished. Like that's how fast it can happen. Mm -hmm. yo. And it's crazy to think about that yeah. while you're driving. But that's why I'd be like, oh, my head is on an extra swivel. Because nah, you can't, bro. You can't trust it out here, yo. Can't trust it. It's too fast. You could you could literally be gone that fast. Nah, yo, that's perfectly said. When you're driving, because you do the most thinking, you know, in your head when you're driving, man. So yep. you think about all these scenarios that could happen. Like from from my car just blowing up, I'll be at like a stoplight. I'll be like, yo, what this car just blew up right now, yo? Yo, my engine running funny. Like then you gotta think about the cops. Oh like, yo, God. I'm driving, and I see I'm passing the cop. I'm like, yo, please don't hit that U-turn, yo, please. And I'm like, yo, this shit can go left at any time, yo. I'm like, there's just so many fucking booby traps out here. I'm like, I just say, yeah, I just got to be thankful for every day now, man. If anything that has taught me is to be more thankful in life, man. Like, because this, this can be all, go all be done in, in an instant. Actually, you know, what's funny. Let, let's say we could save that one right there because we know we're going to get into uh, the policing of, you know, how cops are choosing to, well, probably have always done since the beginning of time, um, since they right. created this police force, how they chose to uh, handle uh, blacks versus whites or any other ethnicity. Um, yeah. Because now it's getting, it's getting out of control. I mean, I, I just, it's funny because we already had this planned. And I saw a yet another video that I posted earlier today. Young man's name was Daniel Prude. Um, yeah. March. Yeah, I think Sean King posted it. Sean King posted it as well. Yeah, March of this year. Of course, we're just now hearing about it six, seven months later. This man was naked, yep. naked, handcuffed in the street in March in Rochester, New York. It's probably 20 degrees outside. Naked. Yeah. They suffocated this man on the ground I, I heard some of their dialogue and i'm just like they they afraid of getting it like his spit that was getting on them and stuff like that like that splashed on them i'm like you really worried about that like y'all just killed this man i'm like yo it's a special place in hell for these cops man I'm and you sorry. know what you know you know what let's start here let's stay here yeah we, we had it planned out but let's let's stay here since we're here and we could just swap yeah. it out right after what, what, what we had planned but Yo, my, my thinking is, you know what's crazy? My thinking is, yo, all, all of y'all that's preaching good cops, like these are a bunch of bad apples. Hey, yo, I'm sorry. If it's five of y'all on the scene and even one or two dudes are the ones that's doing the actual suffocating and killing this man, the three yeah. standing around, y'all motherfuckers is bad apples too. Like that yeah. your whole crew. All of y'all are bad. Not just the two dudes that want to commit the murder. <laughs> it's the it's not even it's not even so much about the cops. It's the job itself. Yeah. You know the whole police force is 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 bad, bro. It's a bad it's a bad job. You know when you sign up, you know most of them go into the academy with intention to kill, and you know that's where it derives from. Spanning back to the KKK, they just wearing fucking blue now. That's the only difference. And they their mission has always been to eradicate us, you know, um, you know, in all, you know, segments, you know, of 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 where we live, from you know, from the from the ghettos to the middle class. It don't matter. You know, nobody's impervious to 
the cops' agenda out here, man. That's why we keep seeing so many of these deaths lining up. And, you know, like you said, just going back to the uh, Jacob Blake situation, man, that was another one. I mean, yep. this guy, you got all these cops on the scene. And, you know, this guy was actually trying to break up a fight. So he was doing, trying to do, you know, citizen's duty. You know, he, he actually helping y'all out, doing y'all job. And y'all go and try to, you know, basically corral this man. But y'all only recourse was to shoot this man seven times with all y'all cops on there. Where y'all training, yo? What police academy do y'all go to? Well, you got to shoot this man seven times when he's walking away to his car. But then you contrast it and you see cops, you know, wrestling Mm -hmm. with white people in a Walmart. Like, yo, could you imagine a black dude wrestling on the cop? Really? This man was hesitant to, and you just brought up three different situations, and all of them, I can, I could like close my eyes and think of vividly how how I felt when I was watching it. The white dude wrestling the cop. The cop was even hesitant to tase him. Like he yeah, didn't even he didn't want, want to tase him. Let alone, yo. I'm walking behind you. I shoot you in your back seven times, point blank range. Like I could literally reach out and touch you. Point blank. Close range. Nuts. It's nuts. Yeah. Nuts. But I but I got a but mm. I got a white dude over here that's actually got a got a cop in a in a chokehold in a headlock. Yeah. And he and he got telling him in a headlock. Stop resisting while he's even hesitant to tase him, let alone put bullets in him. See, the thing about it is this is why when you brought up training, dog, I don't think it has anything to do with training. It has nothing to do with training because you see how cops can react. When the when the yeah. skin right when the skin is not black, so they know better. Yep. They know better than to pull that shit, pull that trigger so fast. But being the fact that half of them already had looked down upon us before they got the job, and they already had this hatred in their heart towards black people, now they got the the government on their side, and they got a badge. Yep. So they're like, "Yo, ain't no way I'm going down." And even if I go down, I know I'm gonna just get I'm just getting my pension. I'm good. I'm covered either way. I lose my job. I go on a desk duty job. Okay, whatever. I still got my pension. I don't lose none of that. That's what I'm saying. And I brought this up before. I think we had this conversation before. I think the only way is through their pockets. That's it. That's it. Charge them with a hate. Yeah, we got to get to that part later too, but you got to hit their pockets, man, because if they don't really feel any type of – any, it, they don't have any type of recourse. So all they're going to do is shoot you. You know what I'm saying? Because they're already taught, they're already trained that they're able to get the right of way and just kill all black people. They got the right of way on that. And, you know, I just had a conversation with one of my peoples and um, they said that they were talking to one of their friends and they had an incident where, they, uh, where a cop actually hit them. You know, and the and the cop was basically, he was on duty, and um, he said that uh, he hit him. It was an accident, and it was a red light, and he didn't even have his um, his siren on or anything. He just ran the red light, and then the and the dude was like, you know, well, what happened? Like you didn't see me. And the cop was like, oh, I didn't, I, I, I didn't know it was a red light. Um, you know, I, I thought drunk. it was actually green. I thought it was green. I'm like, yo, wait a minute. So you don't know your colors? Because yeah. you damn sure you know your colors between black and white. 
So you don't know a freaking a stoplight color? I'm yo. like, yo, it, it's just it's just the way they choose to go about their business, man. It's just it's deplorable. Did, like, did, did you see the post that Shannon Sharp posted? White dude smashed into mad cars, drunk as hell. Got out the car, stumbling, fell over, fell on his face in the middle of the street with everybody ca- got their cameras out. Yo, tell me why this nigga yeah. didn't didn't even get a ticket. He didn't even get a ticket. They let him go. Yeah. They let him walk. They let him walk it off. Kind of how they should have let Rayshard Brooks want to to walk home to the person's house that he wanted yeah. to get home to. Like, yo, you get, yeah. take my car. You got us. Take my car. You got us really. Yeah, we you got us really relinquishing. You know, um, you know, we we're giving ourselves up, and we said, okay, I'll walk home. Yep. Y'all not even giving us that option. Like, yo, we are really submitting to y'all. You know, we in handcuffs. We want to walk home. You know, we're, we're being compliant. That's why I said I had this, this comment of this dude, and I hate when these white people say, just comply. Stop resisting. Well, if we comply, we still die. You know what I mean? If we resist, we still die. My so nigga, I asked him, what, yeah, what other yeah. course of action do you suggest? And he was yeah. fucking silent. Had no, say. it's simple. It's simple. Handcuffing is just the beginning at this point. That's all I see. Handcuffing is only to make sure you're not a threat at retaliating once they start beating your ass. That's all that it is. Right. They have taken away your two weapons. They got them now behind your back, and you are surrendered. Like, you can't even – you've surrendered now. You, you're helpless. So now whatever they choose yep. to do, they know they can do in abundance that you can't do anything. Like, it's just a matter of, if I want to put my knee in your back, if I want to sit on you, you can't even push me off you. Like, my, my hand, your hands are behind your back. You know what I'm saying? So now right. I don't even look at handcuffs, and the next step is I'm going to put you in the back of the police car. Handcuffs is now I'm able to just rough you up with the rest of my boys over here. By the way, not a black cop is ever in sight, but it's always it's always mm, the white dude. Never. And it's just like, now I look at it like it's just a green light. Look at what they did to George Floyd. Look at what they did to homie Daniel Prude. Once you, that video just, it, wait, yo, wait until the, and this might break like tomorrow. It just, it just hit. It just released today. Yeah, I've seen it. you seen yeah, it? Yeah, it just literally just... hit today. So by the time this recording even come out tomorrow, I'm telling you, like the NBA players, I, I'm looking right at them because this is the reason why y'all should have stayed y'all ass and, and went home. And, Good. Uh, and we can perfectly segue right there. Because that's something that I touched on, you know, a few episodes ago that I even told you about mm. when we had the When They Hear Us episode. Yes. My point of emphasis was we have to really hold those in power more accountable. And it, it starts at the entertainment level. And sports is the perfect arena, the perfect sector that affects every part of America. Because when you think about it and how much weight that they hold, that's why I was really hoping that they went through with this season and said, you know what, we're just going to stop. We're just going to stop playing. And we're just going to band together until we get changed. Because that's what that's going to ignite it. When you have a, a powerful arena like sports, where we hold the power, black people hold so much of a seismic advantage athletically over white people. And we don't recognize that power. You know, all of us are afraid to lose in the bag, you know what I mean, that next contract, you know, our families, not knowing and not realizing that if we take a stance and we all band together, these billionaire owners are going to have no other choice 
but to acquiesce and say, listen, let's give them what they want. You want change? We're going to we're going to contact these state officials, get some police reform, you know, because, you know, we we we're not going to lose this type of money. You know what I mean? They're not going to give that up. And you know what? Sports affects so much. If the NBA players would have did it, then football would have followed up. Now, you know, if football would have followed up. That's America's sport, bro. Yeah. You know, that's going to change fucking everything. If them billionaire owners get their pockets impacted, you're talking about impacting them. You're talking about impacting, you know, everybody's lives that are sports fans, um, gamblers. Everybody's fucking impacted by that, bro. You mean to tell me you're not going to get changed? Come on, man. Do better, yo. I'm a sports fan, but I will sit this shit out like, yo, fuck it. Do what I got to do. And and I don't like and I don't like how we always turn to LeBron. I guess because he's the face. I don't care who you are. Who who's who's about to get the max? Uh, uh, Spider Spider Mitchell Donovan Mitchell. Say he about yeah. to get the max, right? All right, you yeah. got Steph out in, in Golden State. You got Cat out in Minnesota, right? All of y'all two hundred million dollar mm-hmm. dudes, right? I'm going to my yep. owner, and I'm saying yo. You you knew who to contact when you wanted a new re- arena, right? You knew who to contact. Yeah. I'm going to sit right yeah. here. You know, I'm going to sit. I'm not You know leaving. all the state officials. You know yep. all the state officials when yep. y'all want to get new arenas and, exactly. you know, shit built. I'm sitting. I'm literally not leaving your office until you get that exact person on the phone. And we're going to talk. And we, I'm going to bring the rest of the squad up here because we're not playing another game until we see something pushed through. And this is the type of stance they'll yep. have to take. If you take a hit, so what? Honestly, I'll go even further. If I'm making $200 million a year and I only got to cover 11 other dudes on my team, then mm-hmm. for at least a time frame, of, you know, I'll cover your checks. Whatever you would have got for this month frame that we're sitting out, I'll cover that. Just, just, to, just to prove that point. I mean, you got dudes, LeBron, Steph, they got Under Armour. Like, what, you, what, you, what are we talking about? <laughs> Who cares if it costs them three, four million to, to cover a salary for that long a period of time? Who cares? Like, gonna, it it yeah. would mean nothing I mean, in the grand scheme of things. It would get it would get things tr- shaking. That's what you got to do. You, know what they say? you gotta you gotta interrupt the apple cart. You gotta shake it up. You know what I'm saying? If you don't do, you look what to. happens. Look what happens. If you don't do that, they're going right back to releasing videos of them killing us. They, yeah, it doesn't matter. They in their comfort zone right now, man. Exactly. You know what I mean? You like you said, you gotta shake it up, man. You gotta disrupt the system. Yep. You know what I mean? You gotta challenge the system. That's like John Lewis was saying. Get in good trouble, man. This is good trouble. Good trouble. If you yeah. really want to enact a change, you have to you have to do drastic things. Yeah. And it, these players, I, I really thought, you know, they were on the right path by protesting. I was I was excited when they did that, man. I really thought they were gonna follow through and sit mm-hmm. the season out. And that would have ignited the change. You know, but again, you know, everybody's worried about losing their bag. And they don't really want to sacrifice for the greater good. Then right. no change is going to happen. It's going to be the status quo. It's yep. like you just you just sent off a, a warning shot, but these owners are like, nah, nah, they're really not going to do that. They're not going to do. You know it. what I mean? Yep. No, putting putting names and quotes on on your jerseys, you know, that's not amplifying um, the system. You know, that's not shaking it up enough. You know what I mean? Because I can guarantee you, in September now, just starting, there's going to be another death. There's going to be another Bro. one. You know what? It's Matter of fact, forget forget even the shakeup. The owners are still making money off of these jerseys. So right, I, I put a I put a I put a a, a freedom or education reform. They selling them. They selling them jerseys. So 
They're yeah. still profiting off of the message we're trying to send so that they don't make money. They're making more money. You see what I'm saying? So it's right. like, this is not the approach. This is not the approach. This and I think LeBron, LeBron was on to it. See, LeBron was on to it early because he said, yo, wait a minute. How the fuck y'all going to give me a list of the things that I could put on the back of my jersey? Right. What? I ain't doing that shit. No, yeah, keep that. Keep that. I'll do something bigger. Yeah. <laughs> something that they know is going to be palatable and that's going to sell. You're going to make me put on the jersey. Nah, yes. if we want to shake things up, you yes. know, we want, we want our demands. You know, what we think is going to make a change. So it's like, yo, they're just really, you know, just rubbing elbows with the owners and, you know, thinking that, all right, you know, they're on our side, they're on our side and we're going to get a change. They're not worried about it, bro. They just worried about their pockets, man. That's all it's about. So I, I really think they should have followed through with that protest. I said, like I said, I said it months ago on our, on our other pod. And I, I was really happy when I heard about the protest, but then they shut it down. So look what we, well, we all see. <laughs> we going to see, watch in a couple weeks or so, it's going to be another one. Trust me. You yeah. know, how many more? How many more? Yep. Just like Dame's jersey, you know, how many more? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's, but it's I, not going to stop. There was literally one positive thing that came out of this whole situation. And that was, I believe LeBron was behind uh, all of the arenas being eligible for the polling stations. The voting, yeah. The vote for the voting. I do. That is huge. That is huge. Because yeah. now that you got is. Trump. Trump out here trying to remove, trying to remove all of these mm-hmm. things. Now you got one big ass location where there's no more excuses yeah. now. He's trying to suppress the vote, but you know that is a good. That I think that was a good um, choice. You know the to, to put in, and uh, the owners did put in place. So it's kudos to them for that. But there's so much more that needs to be done, man. Absolutely. And I think it 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 would have just been more powerful if they banded together and shut it down, because that would have really put their feet to the fire. And then I think they would have really gotten on the phone and made the calls that they really needed to make, you know, to get this change going. Because like I said, the NFL was ready to follow. There was already word out there that the NFL players was ready to protest. And I and I already said, that's too much money in football. NFL is, is the biggest money maker in sports. So I'm like, if they start shutting it down, oh, yeah. Now we're on to something. Right. Now the change is going to come. You know, but – it's going to have to start from there, man. So I, I'm really interested to see where it goes from here. And I've been speaking on it, like I said, for months now. Um, but I hope they I hope they really have another plan. And Stephen A keep talking about plan. What's your plan? What's your plan, players? Yo, listen, dude. At least they started. At least they started something. You know what I mean? Like, you no. have to. Mm-hmm. I'm not letting that ride. Here's why here's why Stephen A can't get that. Nigga, you not wanting to hear the plan. You're actually ignoring the plan. If if you're saying that on this day, that you're still talking about what's the plan? Him and Kendrick Perkins. If y'all still talking about that, yeah, y'all didn't hear too. nothing, literally nothing the Baltimore Ravens did. Because the Baltimore Ravens put out a statement word for word what they would like, the actions they would like to see happen and take place. Yep. That was the plan. Yep. That is a that is a strategy and a flat out A B C step on what I feel like would be satisfactory to show that things are moving in the right right direction. So Stephen A can't talk yep. about that no more. They put out that's I mean it was literally layered on different items of which they could take action on. 
It was perfect. Right. <laughs> it was perfect. Right. I'm, I'm sitting there reading it but, like, yo, how how are they still talking about they don't have a plan now? Because I don't know who and it put don't, that together. It don't even take it don't even take that long to uh, make a plan. You see how you know they put that together real quick. Yo, exactly. If we just stop playing and concentrated on the plan, how long do you think that's gonna take, nigga? Imagine that. Yo, he 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 just worried. He cooning. He just he he got his eight million. That's all the fuck he care about, yo. He's the worst. Nigga, you worse than the players. He's the worst. He's the worst fucking kind of dude, yo. Yeah. It's bad when Max Kellerman, a fucking Jew, a white man, you know, is really taking, you know, our side in all of these social issues. Yeah. And it's, you it's keep... nasty, man. It's Because you could feel he's only doing this because the money he's making. Like, they literally paid him to sell his soul. That's Everybody it. talk about these entertainers it's... that sell his soul. Yeah. We're literally watching Stephen A. Smith sell his soul. You can see it. Yo. Yo, he liked the the new age soul man. Yo, that movie. Yo, he you can see he nigga just turning white. Yo, before our eyes, man, <laughs> family social shit. Like, I'm like, yo, like bro. living large, nigga. What's his name? Dexter. Living large. <laughs> Look at Dexter Jackson ass, nigga. Yo. Dexter Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> no, that nigga Son Dexter is nasty. Jackson. It's nasty, yo. He's definitely <laughs> Dexter Jackson. <laughs> yo, that's his new name, yo. Oh, Fuck shit. out of here, yo. Nah, he's definitely yeah, Dexter I'm, Jackson. I'm done. I'm done with that nigga, man. I'm I'm good on him. Yeah, nah, nah. We good with Max, yo. We good with Max. Give me Max. Max is Shannon Sharp, and I'm good, yo. Yeah, yeah. I watch Uncle Shay. Oh, uh, that's that's the the main show I watch anyway. I don't even watch fucking First Take like that no more. That's true. Uh, that's true. Yo, matter of fact, you wanna uh, we could we could put it like another five minutes into this uh. This is Joe Budden and Tahiri. We could finish it off with uh with Chadwick if you want it. Hey, bro. Wherever you want to go with it. I feel like as Chadwick, I think we should we should give a nice little time to at the end at the end of the pod. Um, just to you know go over his impact and uh man, how many people were affected, especially kids. That's the that's the I saw a lot of oh, yeah. I saw a lot of kids that was affected. But um yeah, this is Joe Budden and Tahiri thing. This is real quick because it's not it's not a lot that we can really, you know, delve into because it's still ongoing. But uh, real quick, real quick layout. Um, she came out. She did an interview with uh, Jason Lee of Hollywood Unlocked. And I saw it immediately because it popped up. And I'm always interested in the takes of uh, women that have dealt with Joe Budden. Because if you watch the podcast, you know he's a very uh, overly, uh, I would say, dramatic uh Mm-hmm. He, he definitely gives off a vibe like you know he can he can get it popping you know what i'm saying like he can he can turn up mm-hmm. at any at any point you know but there's been a lot of allegations it's kind of like michael jackson like okay you've you've said this about me for this amount of time and i don't have one charge like okay right. now if, what are we talking about like what, like what what are we talking about I, I literally have no record of what you're trying to con- uh, uh, accuse me of so Tahiri is the latest. It's all allegations. All allegations, right? So now it's nasty, right? Because you don't ever want to be in that situation where it's guilty until proven innocent. So now she comes out, tells Jason, Jason Lee kind of coerced her into basically talking about uh, Joe. So she, at first it was just a dude from her past. Like, so now she says, yeah. basically she insinuated that Joe put his hands on her, broke her nose, um, at one point broke her rib, threw her down a flight of stairs, dragged her by her ankles, pulled her off like a bed or something like that and dragged her yeah, and all this yeah, other stuff. Right. Yeah, so, okay. And I'm like, look, you know what? I even wrote, I put, I left it in a couple people comments like, yo, I believe her. 
I'm just I'm just real hesitant on the timing. Like the, I'm always I'm big on timing. So then, mm-hmm. within ten minutes after she talks about Joe, guess what? Now, guess what pops up? Hmm. She's plugging what? a book. She's plugging a there book. So within the next ten say, minutes after you talk about man beating you, it gotta be something she's about to capitalize off of. And I and I'm just thinking the timing, like you said. You know, Joe, Joe already got enough going on. He already beefing with Spotify. You know Word. what I mean? And I think yo, she's just trying to bury that man. I mean, somebody must have it out for him. And, you know, they, they, they brought Tahiri in to really bury this dude. You know, I mean, why would you come out with these allegations at this point? At this and point? Y'all, now, 10 years I, I ago. I usually would, 10 years ago, and I usually would stray away from a serious topic like this, you know, domestic violence. Sure. But these kind of cases got to stop. Yo, this is clearly a money grab. Why are you coming out with these allegations now after you did a whole another season of loving hip hop with this dude, whole season, like, why would you still want to be around somebody that abused you physically? Why would you even want to be in the same, you know, uh, in rubbing elbows with him, you know, on loving hip hop, you know, with somebody that you know got domestic charges against? Right. Come on, like, yo, let's think. There's got to be some capitalizing she's doing off of this. So yep. I just think there should be some penalties for these girls out here that make, you know, sp- you know, spread mud, smear mud, you know, on dudes' names. It got to go both ways, yo. They just can't get away with this type of stuff, you know, because that's going to damage him, you know, and his fucking so, reputation. This man is about to approach a situation where he could possibly get a nine-figure deal. Like, yeah, that's the t- exactly. that's the type of timing this is on. And then look she who see that look, bag? look who she did the, look who she did the interview with. See, and Star was the first person that brought this up. I watched Star uh Star's podcast uh two yeah. days ago or, or yeah, a day yesterday. And he was the first one to mention Charlemagne. He was the first one to mention it. He said, Yo, wait a minute. I think Charlemagne is behind this. And I was like, and then he mentioned, like, yo, I'm not I'm gonna put this together. He's like, I think Charlemagne is behind this because he's also at iHeart. With whereas Jason Lee is at iHeart, and mm-hmm. they Joe just got finished doing a podcast where he's dogging iHeart because they're now mixing music with podcasting on their site. So he was like, "Yo, okay. I I can easily put it together where Charlemagne could reach out to Jason, and Charlemagne has a relationship with Tahiri because she's been on the Breakfast Club multiple times to where they can try to come together and smear this man right before his big big deal." Now this was Star talking. So I'm like, damn, if Star yeah. was up in here putting it together that quick, I'm like, I can only imagine what's really going on behind the scenes. And we could take a break real quick, but the only thing I really wanted to say about this was Tahiri looks bad. Here's why she looks bad. And I'm, I'm not, this has nothing to do really with other, other domestic violence victims. Please don't get it confused. If this actually yeah. happened, let's, let's, fuck let's, this let's, let's, but, let's distinguish the two because yes. we don't want to really conflate the two. No, you know this what I mean? is specific. It's, it's yeah. such, uh, it's such a sensitive topic, you know what yes. I mean? So we don't want to really just downplay it. You know, no. we know how serious it is, you know, but when it really gets, you know, a monolithic thing, and this is what they're making it into, right. it's, it's not good. It's yeah. really not a good situation. So let's just put that out there first. Yeah, let, let me say this real quick, and then we're going to take this break. The only reason why I say this is a specific situation with Tahiri is because Tahiri must think YouTube doesn't work. Like, some, some, she must really think that something 
they, they cut off and they deleted all of the old material that was on YouTube. So I go, right. here's what I do, right? I search Tahiri broken nose, literally three words in the YouTube search engine, right? First thing that pops up, right in my face, she's doing an interview with DJ Vlad. First thing DJ Vlad asked her was, yo, I heard you uh, had an incident where you went down to the precinct. Somebody broke your nose or something like that. Like you ended up getting assaulted. So he says, yeah. And then they, they pan, they, 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 they do a flashback to a Joe Button TV episode where Tahiri is telling Joe about the dude who broke her nose. Think about that. <laughs> so you're telling the culprit <laughs> about the dude that really broke your nose. It's four people in the bedroom. They're in the bedroom. Tahiri's eyes are still black. It must have just happened. She, he's like, yo, don't mind my baby's eyes. Some dude punched her in the face. So basically, you're eliminating him from being, from being an, even an option of, of doing it. But then you come there out you 10 years later, you come out 10 years later talking about this man did this to you for trying, why, for clout? That has to be the only reason. It has to be. That is, that's all it is, man. It's, it's nasty. It's drying up during, shit drying up during this pandemic, yo. yo it took me two yo, minutes. No, it took me two minutes to search at Hollywood Unlock is a, re, is a reputable site. Like, they, like they, they right. have a nice rapport. Like, people go to them. Y'all couldn't search, took two minutes to search to see if this shit was actually factual? Like, before you and go you plugging this shit on your like, site? Yeah, like you said, stars are OG in the game. So he done seen yeah. stuff like this played out. So that's why he Word. pieced it together so quick. You Word. know what I mean? All he had to do was a little research. And he thinking like, oh, bam. No, I've seen this type of stuff play out before. I already know what this is about. And we know what it's about. It's a money right. grab, bro. Yeah. That's all it but is. Yo, you know what? But yeah, let's, let's end it right there. Because, you know, it's, it's, it's probably not over with yet. So... Let's take this quick break and yeah. we're going to end it off with our thoughts on the death of uh, Chadwick, Bo Chadwick Boseman. All right. All right, man. All right, and we're back. We're back. Uh, we wanted to save the last five to ten minutes just to go over the, you know, unfortunate, obviously untimely death of Chadwick Boseman, um, who obviously is most known for his role as uh, King T'Challa in Black Panther, uh, but so many, so many powerful roles prior to that, um, that we just wanted to save some time to just talk about his impact um, and his words, you know, coming from Howard, um, some words that the keynote speaker uh, at one of their graduations, uh, some of his words, you know, so the time yeah. he spent uh, with, with kids that was also sick. And it's the fact that, you know, nobody, literally nobody, outside of possibly the doctors and maybe his wife, I would hope, and his family would know what he was battling. So, you know, yeah. just to be, just, this is funny, you know, I don't want to take up too much of the time, but it's just funny because you think about the roles, the roles he had to play, like even Jackie Robinson, like even, I don't know, I remember what year that was, but uh, they say he was diagnosed in 2016. 2013, I believe Jackie Robinson was. Okay, so that that, that makes sense. He was, you know, because that's a lot of running around bases, and he had, you know, he had to do a lot of things, you know, physically. But dog, right? All of those Black Panther, Black Panther roles, like the Captain America, the Marvel, that was yeah, all after all the, he was uh, diagnosed. All of the Affinity, uh, the Affinity Wars, all the Avengers, um, you know, Endgame, all of those, all of those roles he had stage three cancer i mean nobody even had an inclination that this dude was sick and that just shows you how you know 
how important it is to keep a tight circle, you know, because when things like that, you know, are that personal and you really don't want that really permeating around the news and, you know, you want to really keep, you know, the right people around you. You don't want to be inflicted with the wrong type of energy and they protected them. And that just was really shocking to me. I, I really couldn't believe it. I first saw the news break on Twitter and um, it was just shocking. It was jarring just to see it, you know, just going across Twitter and I still couldn't believe it. And um, then like moments later, it popped up on Yahoo and says Chadwick Boseman dies at the age of 43, colon cancer. I was like, you gotta be kidding me, man. Like what the fuck is going on with 2020, man? Like this is unthinkable. Like, right. I would have never, right. ever even thought Chad, Chadwick Bozeman. Like, that just came out of nowhere, way out of left field. So then I, I thought it was COVID at first, and I was like, it was colon cancer. I'm like, wait a minute. Then I thought back immediately to all of the, the jokes that was going around on social yep. media about his weight loss. Yeah. And even when I had discussions with my peoples, I was like, He's not on crack, man, because they call him Crack Panther out here. I'm like, Chadwick Boseman is not on crack. I got a pretty strong feeling, you know what I mean, this dude would not, you know, be derailed down that path. And um, I was like, all right, it's probably for a movie role. It's got to be. You know, that, that was my second thought. It's got to be for a movie role. So I never, it never crossed my mind that it was drugs, you know. So to hear that news come out, you know, I was I was sad, but I was also kind of, you know, understanding of the situation and what happened. Yeah, it's crazy. This, this goes to show, like, honestly, you never know what people are going through, like ever. Nope. I saw pictures of this man, and you're right. And I, I, to be honest with you, if I go back, I can't remember whether or not I had jokes. I, I can't remember. I mean, maybe it was just a. I could have threw out there. It, was probably, it could have been for a role, you know, because like. 50 was very vocal yeah. when he went through his role playing the cancer patient. Um, yeah, I think we even spoke about that. I think we, we spoke about, about it, right? So, yeah. So, yeah. It's, um, it's just interesting, man. I, 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 and I heard somebody say this, so I'm not going to take full credit, but this man really was a superhero when you really think about yeah. it. Because yeah. True. we've seen people, I've seen people fight chemo and go through chemo, let alone just even doing a movie having the energy to do a movie any movie like any if you just just doing acting like you're on the set 10 12 hours a day but to do an mm -hmm. action figure movie yeah like ryan coogler was saying some of those days was 12 to 15 hours how? just think about that put how? that in perspective how a man fighting cancer can really block out all the pain and just dig down deep inside and complete superhero roles. Like, that's, that's going above and beyond your job. You know what I mean? That's your purpose in life. That's how you know. He was made to play Black Panther. That's a fact. Like, solely. I mean, for him to really, you know, um, be etched forever in Black history off of that, that, plom that prominent Black role, you know, that's going to, you know, we we never had a black superhero. I mean, you could you can argue and say, oh, we have Blade, you know, Wesley Snipes, but that Wesley was more Snipes, of like yeah. adult. 
that was more adult action, you know, a flick. Yeah. You know, that wasn't, that wasn't, um, you know, inspirational to kids, like, you know, growing up and they can have a superhero that they can look up to and yeah. idolize. Exactly. You know, we never had that growing up. This is the first time, you know, so, you know, for to have him to play that role, this, that was his purpose in life, you know, and, I agree. you know, he, it's, you know, we, we look at it and say, man, he's going too soon, you know, but he really lived out his purpose, man. You know, it's sad, but, you know, we, we definitely thank him, you know, for, for really being an inspiration for our, you know, that's going to be for your kids, you know, my kids, you know, yeah. everybody's kids that, that's going to live on forever, man. Wakanda forever. It that's really cool. is. It really is. I mean, we were, yeah, they took the movie, like the, the role, the character and ran with it. But this is actually some real life, like some stuff here that is used to hard just to fact, factor in. He was having surgeries like during these, during these films. Because a movie, a, a movie alone is four to five months out the year. So the fact that they did this many Marvel movies and I just, I just can't believe it, man. I can't, I really can't believe. I'm thinking of how, like, people get sick just on a regular, regular day, the regular sickness. This man was battling something, and to be that talented, you get. He gave us Jackie Robinson. He gave us James Brown. He gave us Thurgood Marshall and Black Panther. Like, it's just you're talking about prominent roles. Like, these weren't just B-side roles. Like, he was the main face in these movies. It made me want to go back and actually appreciate I was always a fan of uh Get On Up. I thought that that James yeah. Brown role, he bodied that role. He did a he bodied that role. Yeah. He, bodied. He, and that and Jackie Robinson. That, and Jackie, Jackie Robinson. Robinson. I remember I Jackie. Yeah. A, that's when I first became a fan of him. I'm like, yo, this this dude got talent. And then yeah. like you said, the uh, James Brown role to Black Panther, I mean his career was on the ascension. You yeah. know, I think he has so much more in store. You know, working with Ryan Coogler and all of these great producers, you know, he could have really ascended to an even higher level. You know, I don't think even, you know, his full plethora of talent was even on display yet. You know, like I said, Black Panther, he was made for that role, but I think he could have been challenged in other roles as well. Similar to Denzel. You know, I think, you know, and it's kind of crazy how Denzel paid his tuition, you know, when when he couldn't even get through school. Yeah. And you know, just to see that he made Denzel cry when he yeah. when he uh, got his award. I saw that. You know, that, yeah. that's that's what it's about. You know, you know, just spanning across time, leaving legacies, helping other black people out, and um, seeing him grow into that. You know, that 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 is definitely gratifying. But gone too soon, man, and that just kind of makes me shakes me up. And it's like, I I'm approaching forty right now, so I think it's time to get that colonoscopy, bro. Yeah, just talking about it with the wife. Just talking about it with the wife. Yeah, (laughs) yo, I really been dreading it, you know. And um, I think they they gonna have to put me to sleep for a couple days, dog. Yo, because I'm gonna need some. I'm gonna need a good nap after that. I'm gonna feel violated. I already know. So I can't even think. I'm not looking forward. I I can't think. I'm gonna just walk up in there like, yo, put me to sleep. Do whatever y'all gotta do. Just don't even don't even tell me, yo. I don't want no nothing. Tell the results to. To the to the wife. I don't want to know. I don't want to know nothing. Yeah, that's just gonna be one of those. Yeah, you just got to do it. Like one of those, you just got to do it because you know it's for the it's for the greater. Like you know, it it can it can save your life literally. So, 
It could save your life. So, you know, we definitely got to start thinking about those things, man. These things that happen just kind of, you know, make you realize it might be time, you know, but, you know, big ups to the, to the black Panther, you know, that is our King. You know, that's our King, you know, Wakanda forever, man. For sure. We definitely want to, you know, send our uh, appreciation and love out to him and his family, man. Nothing but love. Absolutely. want to say definitely rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. We want to say rest in peace to also John Thompson. We ran a bit oh, out of time. Okay. We wanted to touch on John Thompson a little bit, but we're a little, we're yeah. a little strapped for time right now. But definitely another legend that we lost for sure. Another and legend. A man. lot of and people are A lot of people are hurting on that. And I had the pleasure of meeting that man twice, man. You know, once at the Million Man March and then the other at the Georgetown camp I went to, you know, you know when I was like 12 or 13. Uh-huh. And yeah, he he definitely had an impact on me in a short time. You know, just the things and the inspiring things he told me. You know, and that inspired me to keep playing ball, man. And he he was a legend in his own right. First, you know, black coach to you know to win a national championship. Yep. You know, so that's he broke barriers just like Chadwick. You know, so it's just crazy that all these black heroes and legends are dying, man. You know, yeah. 2020 is just really doing a number on us. But you know, like you said, we. We built for this, man. We've been yeah. built for this, and we got we gonna keep on going. Gotta keep and going. Gonna stop us. Gotta keep going, man. Yeah, we also wanna uh, send a rest in peace to Cliff Robinson, uh, Portland Trailblazer. I forgot about Uncle yeah, Cliff, man. This was out of hey. nowhere, man. This was really out of nowhere. I didn't even know he was sick. I heard he was battling some health health complications as well. Um, so definitely want to send a rest in peace to him. And lastly. Uh, NCAA uh, coach Lute Olsen, who we also lost. Um, yeah, man. I believe Arizona, right? Yeah. Arizona, man. Yeah. He, he coached. That's another legend, man. Yeah. All of, the, all of the players that came through his program in Arizona, you know. Yep. 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 It's just all, you know, it's like Is that all Bibby? together. Where Bibby yeah, was Bibby. It? Bibby, Richard yeah, Jefferson. Bibby, Richard Jefferson, Iguodala. Iguodala, Gil- yeah. Gilbert, Gilbert Arenas. Wow. Yeah, wow. I mean he had, he he's had a lot, bro. He he's had a lot. Miles Simon, yeah, he's had a lot. Yeah, Crazy, that's a lot, bro. It's yeah, like these deaths sure. are just coming in. It's not deaths in threes. It's deaths in like thirties now. It's crazy. Uh, no, it's bad. Yeah, yeah. This year, exactly. Destined in this whole year. If you, if you see a name pop up trending, you get nervous. You get nervous, man. You get nervous now. It's just sad. It. I don't even want to see it. You're right. You're right, man. Yeah. But um, definitely rest in peace to all of those gentlemen. And uh, hopefully we don't get any more bad news for the rest of the year because this already is way beyond uh, too much. So, I'm not going to hold my breath. I know. I know. But either way, all right, we uh, we brought it to the end of episode 15. Um, yes, hopefully sir. this wasn't too morbid of a podcast, but it was some – this was in, between police beatings and – deaths and yeah. NBA protests. <laughs> it was man. necessary, man. It was necessary. So we tried to tackle it uh, the best we could. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the podcast and uh, tell a friend to tell a friend. And, you know, we'll be back with episode 16. Uh, we out. And we out, man. All right, I'll holler. Yes, sir.